headquarters of Ramsey Solutions. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Thank you for being with us, America. The phone number here is 888-825-5225. Number one best-selling author, Ramsey Personality, and host of the Smart Money Happy Hour is Rachel Cruz. She's my co-host today, also my daughter. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Chase is in Mobile, Alabama. Hi, Chase. How are you? I'm great. How are y'all? Better than we deserve. How can we help? So I've got a uh, a lot of upcoming changes this this year expected in my finances. I'm uh, 25 years old. I just got a um, move up in my career to where I'm expected to double or triple my my expected salary this year. I was going wow. from around 40 to 60 thousand. I'm expecting to make somewhere around 150 to 200 thousand myself this year. Wow! What do you do? Um, I've been a welder for the past several years, but I just became qualified and, and lined up some jobs to become a welding inspector, which is going to come with a lot more money. Wow, good for you. Uh, good job, well Chase. But I'm also getting married uh, this September, and my wife, or my fiance, she's a nurse, and we have, we've lived together for a while now, but you know that's going to, so not only am I going to increase my own income, but her income is going to join with mine as well as the debts combined, you know, so everything's just going to dramatically change this year. And I'm just wondering how to navigate. Not only we have a small debt, I mean, the house and her car and her student loans total to less than 200,000. I have no debt personally. And then the increase dramatically as well as getting married. So I was just wondering what's your advice on how to navigate this upcoming year. Well, congratulations. What a great year. Yes, sir. Thank you. How old are you? 25 good for you that's great chase um how much does she make a year i'd say close to 70 75,000. Okay. that's amazing so you yeah. guys will be up to almost 300 grand together no two yes ma'am i'm hoping so well he's gonna make 200 oh, he's making 150 right you said you were going somewhere to... between 150 and 200 it's kind of hard to gauge okay, okay. okay. i jumped right. i jumped haven't, to 250 okay. okay so still a quarter million dollars at 25 years old way to go yeah that's amazing so is the house is it in her name it is where you yes, guys are and how much do you owe on that i want to say about 160 okay and how much does she owe on her car maybe 10 okay left. and student loans maybe 10 on that as okay. well Okay. Well, the first thing I would do, Chase, is, and hopefully you guys are having these conversations now, but I would sit down and make sure you guys are on the same track when it comes to your money, that you guys have the same goals, you have the same value systems around money, and you guys work as a team. My my husband and I, we just went to lunch before the show, and we do this every January where we sit down and we look at last year, we look at this coming year, and, and even just dreaming and talking through tactical things but also just kind of big goals for the year and just knowing that we have the same we, we approach money differently right i'm the spender he's the saver like like there's natural personalities within it but we are a team and we see ourselves moving in the in the same direction so chase i would uh if you haven't already making sure that you guys from a value system standpoint and what i mean by that is we're not going to use debt uh we have goals here here and here like we are working in the same direction together i think would be number one is what i would say to you 
And then number two, make a plan to to get rid of this debt. I mean, pay pay off the car, pay off the student loan, have a big goal to pay off the house, which you guys absolutely can do, uh, especially with your income here in the next few years. So, so there's some really fun things you guys can do, Chase. I just want to make sure that you all are in agreement on what to do and even how to go about that. Do you feel like you guys are in a similar mindset with that or will that be kind of a big conversation? Uh, I feel I feel confident we can be on the same page. I'd, I'd say she's been the more responsible financially over the past, you know, five or six years. We've been together for two years, but she okay. was purchasing a house and a vehicle and doing things. But she's doing it with debt. I mean, she, yeah, she was buying right. a car and stuff, but I mean. Well, I have, I've never really had anything, but I never made much money. And now I'm about to start making a lot of money. And right. I'm just trying and to you can learn easily, how to use it. Yeah. And you can easily creep into lifestyle creep. Well, Chase, if you hold on the line, um, Austin's going to pick up because I want to gift you guys as a wedding gift from us to you, uh, Financial Peace University. So this is our nine lesson course. And you guys watch these videos together um, also throw in every dollar premium and that's our budgeting app and you guys together again learn together sit down together and this subject is one chase that can it can be a point of unity and excitement or a point of a lot of pain for married couples so starting off on that same mindset i think is the first big big step um, the, the last detail is do not pay any of her debt with your money until you're married right okay so after september it's ours our house our car our student loan our income until september it's separate um you just have a roommate and you don't pay your roommate stuff you get yourself in legal and relational pinches if you do that so um you wait until after you're married to pay each to pay on each other's stuff okay and then you combine everything when you're married so hang on austin will pick up and we'll get you signed up for all that what a great year you've got ahead of you so fun chase congratulations yeah very very proud of you open phones at 888-825-5225 george camel has a brand new book coming out next week january 16th on tuesday is launch date it's called breaking free from broke you can pre-order it today for only $20 and get $100 in free bonus items, including instant access to George's newest talk, Show Me the Money, exclusive access to an online private event, and a Q&A with George, audiobook and ebook. January 15th is the last day you can get all that stuff for 20 bucks, including the book, and we'll ship it all to you on the 16th. If you wait till the 16th, the book will be $20, and um, that's what you'll get the book. So you want all the good stuff? You get it now. That's a good idea. This book is incredible. It exposes the most common money myths and excuses head on. It deals with all the traps and the myths and the garbage out there. Really good research in here. George has done a great job with that. Funny. And he's funny. So he's funny. funny. He's so snarky <laughs> and so smart. It's all good. So check it out. RamseySolutions.com slash store. And uh, go ahead and get your copy now of Breaking Free from broke the ultimate guide to more money and less stress this book um when i read it it reminded me of my first book financial peace which uh where we went through all the different things about money and george of course does it in a very millennial way with a lot of snark and a lot of fun 
and uh, really good, up-to-date, cutting-edge research on this stuff. It's worth the read. You will like it. Breaking Free from Broke by George Camel. This is The Ramsey Show. Did you know, statistically, when it comes to life insurance and protecting your family, that women are more likely to be uninsured or underinsured than men? This doesn't make any sense. Women make up half the workforce, contribute mightily to family incomes, and in many cases are the breadwinners and take care of their families 24 hours a day. This is one of the most overlooked areas when it comes to financial planning. Maybe it's a relic of the past, but a loss of income or the need to replace family care is equally important for women as it is for men. Single moms, working moms, and stay-at-home moms all need term life insurance. Rates are actually lower for women, which is why I send you to Xander Insurance. They shop the top term life companies to find the lowest rates available. You can compare rates online at Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. This is something every family has to deal with. That's Xander.com or 800-356-4282. Rachel Cruz, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Sam is in Canada. Hey, Sam, welcome to the Ramsey Show. Thank you, Dave, for taking my call. Sure. What's up? Hey, so I'm a Christian, and I've always tied it, Tom tied 10% of our income, but I guess I just wanted to get a bit of advice or validation, I suppose, regarding where we are with our baby steps. So right now we're at baby step number four and we're working towards five and six and putting 15% towards um, investing. Uh, but since we tithe, um, it's not a lot of margin to work with. So um, I guess I just wanted to see what your take is regarding that. Okay. Um well, first and foremost, with the tithe, I'm anything but a legalist. Um, yeah. God does not need your money, and he doesn't love mm-hmm. you more if you tithe, and he doesn't hold yeah. withhold blessings if you don't tithe. I can't find mm-hmm. any of that in Scripture. Um, yeah. But what I am sure of, of having taught this biblical finance for 30-plus years now, that God has us yeah. to tithe as a baseline, a starter point in our generosity, because he wants to teach us to be generous, to take on that character quality of his, because he is obviously a giver. And uh, so your heavenly father's not mad at you about your percentages or anything else. I personally, in that mindset then, have chosen to never miss a tithe check. Because it's at least, it's the minimal starting point for my generosity and i'm always trying to learn to be a good investor and a good uh giver and um Mm -hmm. a good budgeter a good steward all of those things and so uh the tithe is first fruits in old testament it's off the top before anything else uh but that's not it's not a salvation issue it's not a god's love issue it's none of that it's simply your heavenly father saying this is the best way to ride a bicycle. This is the best way to handle money. It's the best way to live your life is to have a, a natural, steady rhythm of generosity, and 10% is a starting point. Um, I find people that are not uh, they're not stringent enough with it, 
And then I find people who are so legalistic with it that they get confused about it. Mm-hmm. And so yep. I, I, I try to not be on either one of those sides. I would have rather be just on a different spectrum. But uh, if I were in your shoes, I would take 10% off the top before I did anything. It's what I do. Yeah. And I would say too, Sam, with giving, probably anything in money, but I think especially giving, there's an interesting habit that's created that it, when it does just become the rhythm and you stop kind of looking at the number leaving and all of that, and it's just, it's kind of one of those things you said, this is who I am. I'm a giver and this is what we do in our household. And it almost kind of becomes that non-negotiable and it's that habit and it continues and continues. It will continue through your life, obviously, as you're choosing to do that action. And where people get tripped up is they believe, well, if I just had more money or if I get to this certain part, it'll be easier to give. You know, we can kind of like make that argument. And to a degree, a small percentage, I'm like, okay, I get it. But what's crazy is if you're not in the habit of it, it doesn't become easier. People think, well, if I just had, you know, X amount more a year, it would be easier. But when your baseline is with your habits a certain way, even getting that amount, it gets eaten up with life. And you, you know, it's just this thought of if I just had more, it would be easier. Doesn't always come to fruition. Sometimes it, it becomes harder. So JP, making it a rhythm in your life. Yeah. JP Morgan huge. told the story that when he was a child, he uh, went out and earned a dollar and 50 cents and he brought it home to his mom and uh, she spread it out on the table and uh, she said, what are you going to do with it? And he said, what should I do with it? And she said, I would be very happy if you would tithe on it. And he said, I tithed the first dollar 50 I ever made and I tithed every dollar thereafter. Oh, it was Rockefeller. I was Rockefeller. I said, Morgan, you're Rockefeller. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it started with a dollar 50. It didn't start with the first time I got finally got 15,000 a month. That's right. That's right. um, So you're right to start when it's there. And I mean, I remember the first time I gave a thousand dollars as a tithe. I thought, wow, that means I made $10,000. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then I remember the first time I gave $10,000. Oh my gosh. It means I made a hundred thousand dollars. Oh my gosh. You know, and, uh, you know, you, but it, in, as if you're somehow doing God a favor, it's kind of funny. It's <laughs> right. kind of funny. He's up there giggling, going, Pfft. yeah. yeah. And big, again, big Sa- Dave's helping me out here. And again, it's not a legalistic thing, Sam, but also with your specific question, baby steps four through six, that's a long time. So like, that's a, that's a long process, right? I mean, if someone's like, can I skip the tithe for a month, X, Y, and Z? I'm like, listen, you're not legalistic about this, you guys. But that would be a habit shift. Four through six is a long time frame yeah, where your habit would change. And I just, don't, I just don't want that for you. I want you to be in that consistent habit. We tithed, for, just for everybody's information, all the way into bankruptcy court and all the way out. So those people that say you automatically are protected or blessed when you tithe, bullcrap. <laughs> you still have free will to make bad decisions with yeah money. you can still make you can still wreck the car i can promise you okay so i mean i did have one of those blue-haired ladies say well you just didn't have enough faith and i said well honey they took everything else all i had left was faith <laughs> so um you know that's just that's just not true okay mm-hmm. so uh experientially or biblically and what's wild is you know when you do give and i think this is probably true if you're consider yourself a spiritual person or not you experience this level of joy. You know, we there were some videos going around that our team did. George did some. Jay mm-hmm. did some of giving. And well, I'm like, 
you even watching it, I wasn't even there participating in it. But you they te- were giving away my money, and, and just, they were joyful. And you just, cry. I mean, as a viewer of the videos, you just cry. I'm like, there is something about joy that you just can't get. I mean, like, there's beautiful wonders of the world. There's awesome cars and life. I mean, there's things in life that are great to go and experience and buy. But there is just something that touches us in our human souls that giving does that other things just don't and it and it provides longer lasting joy and to rob yourself of that too uh is is unfair to you as a person so that's why we say to be giving regardless of your baby step at the top of the every dollar budget our budgeting app giving is the very first line item which is very different than a lot of other financial experts out there that you will hear uh this is an important value system of our plan because again it's for you, right? You experience something that is so beautiful and so wonderful. And then the added benefit, or the first benefit, I guess, is that it's helping the other person on the other side, right? That, yeah. that actually needs it. So mm-hmm. there's something about it, you guys, that you just, you don't want to miss it. It's hard to find someone that's uh, depressed, that's outrageously generous. Mm. Very difficult to find. Not many of them out there. It's hard to find someone uh, that makes a bad husband or a bad wife that is outrageously generous. Uh, it, it's hard to find them. They, they, hard, very unusual, very unusual. So, the, you know, generosity is not an act. It's a character quality. And what we're doing is developing the character quality. And so it, and that results in acts of generosity, but the, the, it's, a, it's like integrity. There are, uh, acts that show integrity acts that show honesty, but it's actually a quality. It's a human quality that you can adopt and choose to be that. You can just decide today, bing, I'm a person of integrity. Bing, mm-hmm. I'm a generous person. And Sam, all of that's not directed at you. Your question was early answered early on in this discussion, but it got us on a soapbox because we love to talk about if you'll live like no one else later, you can live and give like no one else. You can put yourself in a position that you can give more than you made than you used to make in a year. You yeah. can put yourself in that position and uh, and just and watch what it does to those around you. Watch what it does to your face when you do that, folks. You cannot mess up generosity. It's almost impossible. It's the easiest of the financial principles to grasp. And Sam, thank you for letting us jump off on our soapbox as the uh, after we answered your question. <laughs> this is... The Ramsey Show. Rachel Cruz, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage. Armand and Romina are with us. Hey, guys, how are you? Hello, Dave. Hi, Rachel. It It is crazy being up here. (laughs) Welcome, welcome. Where do you guys live? We live in Anaheim, California, right next to Disneyland. Yeah, very cool. Welcome to Nashville. Good to have you. Thank you for having us. Good to be here. And how much (laughs) debt have you paid off? We paid off over a little bit of $130. Thirty thousand dollars. Excellent. How long did this take? Twenty months. Good for you. And your range of income during that time? We started off around one nineteen, and then we bumped up our income to a hundred eighty. Cool. What do y'all do for a living? Um, I'm a registered nurse. I work at a hospital Mm -hmm. on the orthopedic unit. Oh, cool. And then I'll be doing. nursing education at the end of the month. So I'm also going to do a part-time teaching job. Neat. Yes. 
And uh, I'm a freelance videographer, and I also worked at a nursing facility as an activities assistant. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Awesome. Good for you guys. Yes. Well done. What kind of debt was your 130000 Pretty much uh, everything, like normal people. We had um, student loans, mm-hmm. uh, credit cards mm-hmm. that we used for some of his equipment for work, mm-hmm. um, little things. We also um, had a Subaru. Mm-hmm. that we paid off as well that mm-hmm. was the last thing and then we were also able to cash flow a car during that process mm-hmm. while we were expecting a baby boy Yay. Oh my there we go yes. there we go good for you so well done yes. thank you so what happened two years ago that put you guys on this ramsey plan it's a really long story but i will make it short um, i just kind of want to have a precursor story so me and armin have always been weird people um <laughs> we've been together for 14 years mm-hmm. uh, we were long distance mm-hmm. starting our relationship so mm-hmm. he was in san francisco i was in orange county california mm-hmm. so we did that for five years and then we got married um in 2018 so we've been married for five years mm-hmm. And then during the pandemic, 2020, we were like, that's our year. We want to get a house and we want to move out, which we did. Mm -hmm. Um, However, in the beginning of 2020, we had no idea that the pandemic was going to happen. So Armin got laid off. Mm. He got laid off. Yeah. After the house, after buying the house. Um, No, before. Before. Okay. Okay. Yes. And so we were quarantined in my mom's house, Mm. which was quite an interesting experience because it was a full house. We had these big plans to move Mm. out and get our own place together. Um, But that didn't stop us. We were like, you know what? Um, While everyone's losing their homes and their jobs, even though you are laid off, like, let's do it. Let's just go. So I picked up three jobs. Wow. As a registered nurse uh, during COVID, wow. during the pandemic, yes. Wow. And then I was selling uh, keto low-carb cookies <laughs> as a bake sale just to kind of make extra cash. Mm-hmm. So I would wake up early in the morning, make some cookies, go to work, did three jobs, and I was doing my master's online while I was doing it, and I was collecting his EDD checks. Wow. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So... Um, back to what I was saying, I feel like if we were able to do that, we were like, you know what? We didn't even know what gazelle intense was, but we were doing it. It was instilled in our in our bodies, in our mind, in our spirit, mm-hmm. our souls as a couple. And I said, if we can do that during the pandemic and save up a down payment during COVID with no job, what more can we do this to pay off our debt? Mm. So we decided to do that. How'd yeah. you find us? Um, my brother was telling us hey have you guys thought about paying off your debts and so forth and at first we were kind of like yeah it's okay like we'll just keep it like we're not in any rush to do it but um what he said really stuck with me and then i remember i was watching um youtube trying to see how to get out of debt and i came across the ramsey show and i remember watching candace from indianapolis who paid off two hundred thirty thousand something um of her debt by herself yes i was like what more we can do it and other other couples out there they had smaller shovels than we did they had their little trowels and i was like you know what we got a shovel like let's kill it let's do this so we did it we we definitely worked really hard through it all yes way to go Thank that's amazing. Thank you so yes. much. Yes. That's amazing. Okay, and then how old's how old's the baby? Uh Shiloh is eight months. Shiloh's eight yes. months. Um, so he can't yeah, so you guys were, were expecting a baby during yeah, some of this too. Um, we w- we actually experienced a miscarriage in February of twenty twenty two. So sorry. Mm, that's okay. Bad. Um I don't need anyone's pity. It's cool. <laughs> no, God no. God had other plans yeah. and I'm I'm so glad he did because once that happened, 
we were like, you know, let's clean up this mess. We yeah. don't have kids. Yeah. Let's just do this. Let's take care of everything. So when that time comes, we can set ourselves up kind yeah. better when, when a baby comes. Like, yeah, during COVID, like, yeah. I, I was, like, seeing how hard she was working. Yeah. And I was just, like, when I lost my job and I was on EDD for a while, I, you know, I've always been passionate about video and videography. And I always just was, like, okay, is there a way to to kind of make this my thing like after I lost my job I used to work at a pharmacy company um, for seven years before I got laid off in COVID and so but on the sides I've always done like creative work like with video and stuff like that and then I was just like looking at how hard she was working and I was like inspired and I remember going to um, Las Vegas to one of your conferences and instantly I was just hearing other people's uh, testimonials and then I was hearing you guys talk and then from there with combination with like the actual like miscarriage and stuff like that Mm. I was super inspired to just kind of just run with it and then go with what my heart was telling me like passionate wise like I I supported him all the way I I, said you know what do it Ken Coleman would be so proud of you it was a risky time it was so risky to jump into something that I didn't know like didn't seem very like stable but like I wanted to do it I know my heart was in it and then you know luckily like a year later i just started contracting out with the companies that i continue to work for till this day wow. and it's been my full-time thing ever wow since. very good yes. that's amazing <laughs> i'm so proud of him so that's when people amazing. find out you paid off one hundred and thirty thousand dollars <laughs> of debt in 20 months and they say how'd you do that what do you tell them the keys to getting out of debt are i would say discipline mm-hmm. and you have to have a reason why mm-hmm. for those two reasons even if you go off budget or you get lazy, those two reasons will bring you back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think teamwork really matters as well. Teamwork, for yeah. sure. Commit. There was a time where we were kind of, um, during baby step pause, or baby step two pause, I'm sorry, we were kind of getting lazy, and it was like the first trimester. I was like, <laughs> I don't want to eat at home. Like, I want to eat out. Like, this baby wants in and out every yeah. day. I don't know, what's fries? It just wants yeah. fries. I don't I know. was sick of eating it for four days straight. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to eat out, and I was like, you know, let's give ourselves grace. Like, let's budget whatever. We had some margin, so we did eat out and things like that but once we knew that once the baby comes we're gonna go back into it and we did and I remember I was on the website actually um, <laughs> I was bored at work and I went on the website and then I saw our picture on the website yep. and I remember like <laughs> oh my gosh like we're on the Ramsey website like now we have to do this we can we cannot be was on it, this page was it from the conference oh yeah, yeah. From, the conference. from the conference oh yeah, yeah. Yes is that oh yes. my gosh and so when i went on it i was like oh my i was like oh my god armand we are on the, we're on the website we, we can, can't be seen in an outburger now no we cannot be a that's hypocrite like, that's and like putting like, your face on the post office exactly. oh my gosh so i said okay so it relit a fire under our butts and we definitely so went back we went back into it so discipline and your reason why because it will bring you back and get on the ramsey website so now yeah. we, now, <laughs> we, now we know that's how good. to get people motivated we just gotta yeah. put them on the site yes. or they just have a really I, cool shame yeah. staying out of in and out burger and then i told them i was like i don't know why they picked us maybe we look really broke i have no idea <laughs> with that haircut with maybe. that mullet yeah he had this weird mullet if they can do it anyone can do it, can do oh, it. you guys yes. are awesome thank you thank so you. much you guys are amazing we love you guys so much you changed your so we're so proud of you. You this changed your life, hero. <laughs> Thank you. Way Thank to go, you. heroes. <laughs> Thank hey, you. Hey, we've got the uh, Baby Steps Millionaires book, the Total Money Makeover book, and a Financial Peace University membership for you to live or give. Perfect. That's the Live and Give box to say thanks for coming from all the way from California. You guys right. got it going. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. Well Thank you. done.
Well done. And now we know a new secret. Just put them on the website. <laughs> More motivation. Yes. Armand and Romina. 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 And, Romina and Shiloh from yes. Anaheim, California. 130000 paid off in 20 months, making 119 to 180 Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. Three, Three two, two, one. We're debt-free! That's how that's done, boys and girls. Woohoo! This is the Ramsey Show. Our scripture of the day, Psalms 34, 19. The righteous person may have troubles, but the Lord delivers him from them all. Maya Angelou said, I have learned that even when I have pains, I don't have to be one. <laughs> Kyle is with us in Indiana. Hi, Kyle. How are you? Hi, Dave. Thanks for taking my call, Miss Rachel. Good to uh, be talking to you, too. How are you all doing today? Better, Thank you, Kyle. Better than we deserve, sir. How can we help? Well, uh, I'm a big fan of y'all. I, I pay a lot of attention to you. I'm 30. I just turned 30 last week, and uh, I did some stupid about a year ago, thinking that you know building a good credit score is a good way to leverage uh, equity on my home, and and invest in real estate, but I know better now. I know better. Um, so I leveraged the motorcycle, and I'm on a, about a three-month course of getting it paid the rest of the way off. And other than that, uh, I just have a mortgage on my home, and I have a paid-for investment property that is ready to, to be moved into or sell. And my question for you is today, should I sell the investment property, which I have about a third of what it's worth, into it and pay my mortgage off, or keep it and let it cash flow nine fifty a month? and pay my mortgage off early. How much do you make a year, Kyle? Uh, I own an HVAC business here, and I I uh, gross 52000 a year from that uh, as a salary. Okay. And how much do you owe on your primary home? Seventy three. Seventy three thousand. 73000 Yeah. Okay, and how much is the rental worth? I'd say I talked to a realtor about it, and they said uh, upwards between 130 and 150 is a realistic measure for it oh nice well my knee jerk kyle i'll be curious the real estate guy over here that loves real estate i mean it's a it's a paid for asset right and do you enjoy it like do you enjoy have you have you been i guess you, you haven't just been got long, it you just got yeah it. i guess that's true i was gonna say does it does that sound like a burden to you to put renters in and everything no, I bought it in February last year, um, and I've spent the last year working on it myself. I put all new HVAC, all new flooring, all new water lines, redid the bathroom, did new drywall and power. Uh, everything is refreshed and new in this home, and it's all paid for. So it's it's a nine fifty a month generator if I rent it out, and I'm targeting rest care patients, which is the home health aid people that have 24-hour care. And your, they, your, they, are you married? Checks out. Yes, I'm married. What, what, what does she make? My wife, she's a stay-at-home mom. Okay. So your household income's 50000 bucks. You owe seventy five, and the rental's worth 130 Is that the right numbers? Correct. Okay. All right. Um, well, if you keep the rental, you guys have, you and your wife, have got to uh, – lock arms and say, what can we do to tighten up everything? And let's go ahead and get this house paid off. Cause the bad news is you've got a mortgage on your house and not on your rental. Mm -hmm. The good news is it's not much of a mortgage. It's only 75,000. 
And so, you know, 25000 a year, it's gone in three years. Uh, we'll have to up our income. You know, and you, you know, do something to increase your income during that time or something like that. That's fine. I, if you're not making good progress on uh, chunking away at your mortgage, like really big old chunks, um, within a couple of years, I'm selling the rental. Uh, if you want to keep it and give that a run, I would. But you don't want to look up 10 years from now, still have a mortgage and a paid-for rental. No, that's not going to happen. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm saying. So, Do you have any money saved, Kyle? Do you guys have an emergency fund or anything? I did, and uh, I woke up, smelled the roses, and said, we're paying this Harley off. So oh, I, I left, left 1200 in, in the money market, and I took about 6800 and threw it on the Harley. Okay, so first thing we got to do is we got to rebuild the emergency fund. The next thing we got to do is develop a game plan to pay off your house in big chunks. And if you're not going to pay it off yeah. in big chunks, then I would dump the rental. There's a part of me that would just dump it, Kyle. Yeah. Because <laughs> that would give you a lot of peace. Yeah. That you, would put money back in a savings. That would pay off the car. That would pay off the house. And then if you guys want to get in the rental business and do it later um, and save up and do it. But there is a part of me that would. Yeah just want the peace of mind today you know but when it was not a bad answer to just sell it today but if you you, you know i can listen i can listen to your yeah the way you're talking about it you don't want to sell it you want to try it you want to give this a run so if you're going to give it a run then you've get the the trade-off is over on the other side over here we've got to pay a price and get this stinking mortgage gone um you know because i i would not have done what you've done um, but you're there now, so let's let's figure out what the best w- way forward is now. All right, Stephen is with us in Jacksonville, Florida. Hi, Stephen. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, Dave. How you doing? Better than I deserve. How can we help? I basically just had um, I needed some guidance on the on this uh, truck on this car loan that I got going on. I, me and my wife, we recently signed up for your Financial Peace University. And so we are on step one, which is getting the thousand dollars in savings. But we're with the budgeting. I'm pretty sure we're going to get there pretty soon within the next couple months. So I'm already starting to think about uh, the second baby step, which is paying off our debt. And the the biggest debt we don't have that much really. The biggest debt that we have is my truck. And I I wanted to get some advice on how I should really handle that. I wasn't sure if what do you um, owe on? when I have the income twenty seven twenty seven. What's your, house, what's your household actually. income? Annually, we take in we take home about sixty six. I'd sell it. Sell it. Yep. Okay. Okay. So yeah, you, you have too much. You I have got... too much invested in cars that are going down okay. in value. You have over half your annual income, including her car, tied up in cars. Mm-hmm. It's too much. Even if your truck was paid for, I'd sell it because you, you're okay, turn, yeah. you're, turn, you're going to turn twenty seven thousand into ten thousand in about twenty minutes. And I like, a, I mean, I drive a nice truck. I drove a truck to work today. You know, I love my Raptor. Yeah. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm not against having a nice truck. I just don't want your nice truck to have you. And it does right now. It owns you. Uh, now, if you all see that your income is going to be coming up significantly and you want to fight through and pay it off, that's okay. But rule of thumb is, Stephen, don't have things with motors and wheels or wheels added together that equal more than half your annual income 
Because if you do, you have too much tied up in things that are going down in value. Because if it's got wheels and or a motor, it's going down in value. Yeah. Period. Yeah. And Stephen, to earlier what you said of getting that thousand dollars, I mean, we want you to do that even faster. You said a couple of months. And I would I would challenge you. Yeah. What can you sell? What can you do? I mean, what to scrape together a thousand dollars like ASAP. That's the fastest baby step that we want you to just hit and tackle. Um, because it changes the momentum of the whole process too. Gra- when you do garage that. sale, Facebook marketplace, whatever you got to do, sell so much stuff. The kids think they're next. And really I, I, I want baby step one done in one month, $1,000 in one month. You ought to be able to go out there and scratch that together from different sources, get the nickels out of the corner of the couch, everything. Yep. Yep. Let's, um, and when you sell this truck, it'll free up that that payment which every is, month which is probably 800 bucks a month yeah so you'll be able to do it faster and you may have to take out a loan on the difference to steven on the if truck you're if, down. if you're upside down on it um that may that may be a, a realistic thing and, and scrape together some money and get something else and yeah, yeah but it's but when you're losing as much as you lose on vehicles and you have so much tied up in vehicles so many dollars against vehicles um, of any kind, boats, sea dews, snowmobiles, side-by-sides, whatever the thing is, it's going down in value. Harley's the last caller, right? And, guys, it's just hard to get ahead because you're losing every year on every one of those things. And uh, I'm not against you having a nice car. I'm just against you, you being able to afford it. you got to get yourself in a position that you can afford to lose that kind of money, and you're not there right now. So if I'm you – the shortest distance for you is dumping that truck and getting yourself under control. Thanks for calling in, bro. Sorry to be the bearer. Sell the truck. I'm that guy. <laughs> I'm that guy just because I love you and I want you to win. That puts us out of the Ramsey Show in the books. We'll be back with you before you know it. In the meantime, remember, there's ultimately only one way to financial peace, and that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus. Jesus.